we're gonna start standing up, so let's do it. Okay, this is a good way to get fired up. So we're gonna start in standing with our feet hip width distance apart, lift and spread your toes, create that strong base with your feet. Feel your feet on the earth and root energy down. And then from the earth, grow tall. Lift from the floor up through your legs like you're putting on tight stockings. So the skin of your legs lifts, the kneecaps lift, and interlace your fingers. Place your knuckles underneath your chin. And as you inhale through your nostrils, bring your elbows towards the sky, lengthen along the sides of your body. And then as you exhale, making a ha sound through your mouth, look up and back as you pull your elbows together in front of you. Again, inhale through the nostrils, elbows up, gaze goes forward, and exhale, head goes back, elbows draw forward. Two, inhale through the nostrils, exhale through the mouth. Inhale, nostrils, elbows up. Exhale, mouth. Inhale, nostrils. Exhale, mouth. Inhale. Exhale. fingertips to the floor so bend your knees as much as you need to do that and let your head be heavy walk your forward fold by bending one knee and reaching the opposite hip towards the sky hips can shift side to side becoming aware of the back body here so the back of the legs the lower back the entire length of the spine as the head drapes forward so if you feel that one leg is tighter or shorter than the other, spend a little bit extra time with that leg straight and that hip um, pushed out to the side. And now full, uh, fold even deeper by bending your knees so much that you can rest your torso on your thighs coming into a ragdoll shape, and then grabbing opposite wrists, opposite forearms, or even opposite biceps as the upper body is allowed to hang forward. So make any subtle or not so subtle movements that you'd like here, shifting the upper body from side to side, shaking your head yes and no, walking your rib cage down your thighs, 
anything that feels good here to really encourage the release of the back body. So another thing we can do here uh, is bring the hands behind the head. And for me, I have an immediate resistance to this. So the hands are cupping the back of the head, trying to create more length in the neck. So notice if you also have a resistance to this release of the upper back and the neck, and by noticing that, um, that tension that you're holding there, can you start to soften it? Can you start to alleviate it? Now fingertips back to the floor, begin to lift your legs again, hips higher. And as you inhale, bring your fingertips all the way to your shins, extend your heart forward, lengthen your spine, and then exhale, fold once again. Head release, fingertips to the floor. Inhale, sweep your arms out, up, and overhead as you rise all the way up to standing, palms touch at the top. Exhale, hands through heart center and arms at your sides. Inhale to sweep the arms overhead and exhale, gracefully fold forward, maybe bringing a gentle bend to your knees as the fingertips reach the earth. Inhale, fingertips or palms to shins, lengthen your spine. Exhale, fold fully forward, fingertips to the floor. Inhale, rise, arms out, up and overhead, look up palms together, exhale, hands through heart center and arms at your sides. One more time, inhale to rise, exhale to fold. Inhale, lift halfway, exhale, drape forward. Inhale, rise, Exhale, palms through, heart center, and arms at your sides. Okay, so turn the bottom edge of your mat to a solid wall. So maybe avoid the, um, the closet doors there. We're going to do a crescent with the feet at the wall. So one thing that happens in crescent is that, uh, so we're going to look for... Get as far from the here as you can. Perfect, that should be good. Um, one thing that happens in crescent is that our shoulders and our hips tend to come out of alignment. So by lying on the floor, you can feel the back body touching the floor. So we're going to keep uh, our alignment with our crescent. Feet against the wall, hip width distance apart. And... Now, um, take both arms overhead, reaching away from the wall. Feel the back of your head and the back of both shoulders, back of both hips on the wall. So can you push your feet into the wall to reach even more through your fingertips? So grow taller, grow longer on the floor by extending in two directions from your center. And now we're going to just shift the upper body to the right. So keep the hips as they are. So in, in our uh, regular crescent, we would push the hips out to the uh, left here, but we're just going to keep them where they are, moving the upper body at an angle to the right. 
So push your left heel into the wall. It's going to be harder now as you reach out through your left fingertips. You can use your right hand to grab your left wrist to pull your left side even longer. If you feel compression or a sense of pain in the low back, then move, uh, don't (laughs) back off a little bit. Come more towards center and not so much towards the right. So back of the head, back of the shoulders, back of the hips on the floor, and commune with your left side. Reach through the fingertips, push through the heel. And with time, breath, and awareness, can you begin to create more space along your left side? Okay, let's move. Shimmy ourselves back through center and go to the left. Okay, so keeping your hips where they are, keep your right heel pushing into the floor, both legs straight, and then arms overhead on the floor. Take your left hand to your right wrist if you like that. Reach through your right fingertips, push through your right heel into the floor, into the wall. And then engage your legs. Again, imagine those stockings, pulling the stockings up your legs so there's a tightness, uh, a contraction of your legs. And also a lifting. Again, if there's pain or compression on the left lower side, then move out of the uh, lean a little bit. So as soon as you stop paying attention, the right heel will pull away from from the wall. Keep extending through your right heel. Breathe awareness, breathe space along your right side, along your shoulder your outer ribs, your outer waistline, your outer hip. And come back through center. Arms reach overhead, feet press into the wall. And then point your fingertips towards the ceiling. Begin to peel your head, neck, and shoulders off of the floor as you point your fingertips towards your toes. Draw your belly button in towards your spine. And then inhale to extend your arms up and overhead. Exhale, lift up, arms sweep towards the sky and then towards the toes as you curl up. Inhale back, exhale curl, inhale back, exhale curl, inhale back, and last one together, exhale curl, 
then squeeze the legs together, begin to lift the heels off the floor about eight inches. Point the fingertips towards the toes, squeeze the legs together, reach through your heels, belly button towards the spine for 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, and 1. Release down. Bend your knees, roll to one side, and make your way into a tabletop position. Okay, plant your wrists below your shoulders, spread your fingers and your palms, plant your knees hip width distance apart, and we'll do our cat and cow stretches. Inhale, belly and chest down, tailbone and gaze up. Exhale to round your spine, chin to your chest, tailbone towards the floor, belly button towards the ceiling, and continue to move through these two shapes with your own breath cycle. And as always, I invite you to make not only this sequence, but the entirety of your practice an expression of your experience on your mat today. So if you encounter some sensation through these two postures that would like to be addressed by either a longer hold or a modification of the shapes, maybe moving the hips from side to side, maybe bending the elbows, bringing the chest down to the floor, I invite you to do all of those things. We've also been experimenting lately with uh, changing the breath pattern here. And now that we've been doing that a, f a, few, <laughs> a few times, I'm getting really confused as to what uh, feels most uh, normal. So, um, <laughs> by repetition, you can create a new normal. And with an inhale, return to a neutral spine. You can walk your knees a little further apart as we come to a twisted child's pose. Thread the right arm between the knees, reaching for the left calf, ankle or heel, landing the back of the right shoulder and the right side of the head on the floor. Belly button draws in towards the spine as you exhale. Try to inflate the belly, the chest, as much as you can with the inhale in spite of this constricted shape. Knees press down into the floor, hips lift up, and try to shift your hips towards the right wall as they'll start to lean left naturally. Left hand to the floor, and then left shoulder starts to move towards the right wall as well. And if you had a big meal before this class, you will be feeling it now. Uh, so try to breathe, again, try to breathe deeply. Notice the points of your body that are being uh, awoken by this uh, shape. And by bringing awareness to any tension you find there, that's the first step to letting it go. then come back through your tabletop. We're going to thread the left hand between the knees, reaching for the right 
calf, ankle, or heel, land the back of the left shoulder, the back, the left side of the head on the floor. Once you have the grip, then start to engage your deep breathing. Fill up as you inhale, pull the belly button in towards the spine as you exhale, push the knees down, shift the hips to the left, push the right hand down, push, uh, shift the right shoulder to the left. Maybe gaze goes up towards the ceiling, maybe eyes stay closed, depending on what kind of mood you're in. And notice. Where are you feeling? What are you feeling? How are you feeling? Is there an emotional component that uh, comes along with this physical uh, sensation? Come back to your table and find your neutral spine. Knees walk together a little bit again. And then right leg extends straight back. Knee and toes point down. Left arm extends forward. Stay here for a moment, finding your balance, finding stability at your middle by drawing your lower front ribs towards the center, slightly back. Extend back through your tailbone and your heel. Extend forward through your heart and your left fingertips. Point your right toes, bend your right knee, reach for the inside of your foot or your ankle if you can reach that. Once you have a grip on the foot, begin to kick the foot into the hand, lifting the right thigh straight towards the ceiling to draw the left shoulder blade deeply onto the back of your heart. Breathe. Think about releasing the left shoulder back. So we're already doing uh, some shoulder work. The shoulder was just uh, rolled forward in the previous pose. Now it's rolled back. Working on a range of motion there. Kick the foot. Let the shoulder be drawn back. And then release knee, hand back to the floor. Left leg reaches. Knee and toes point down, left hip at equal height as right hip. Right arm extends forward. And again, find that stability at your center. Heart reaches forward, fingertips reach forward, tailbone reaches back, heel reaches back. Point the left toes, bend the left knee, reach for the inside of the foot or the ankle. Get that grip and then kick. So right shoulder rolls back, left thigh lifts away from the floor, kick the foot into the hand, find a steady gaze. Kick one more time, release the knee to the floor. Bring your knees together, tuck your toes under, and sit back on your heels. So we're gonna open up the soles of the feet and do our shoulder rolls. So find your strap 
and hold, oh, sorry. If you have your own strap, you don't have to use uh, mine. Okay, hands, uh, shoulder width distance apart. Inhale to lift the strap overhead. Exhale, roll the strap slowly, gently behind your back, widening your hands as much as you need to to make that happen. Inhale, lift the arms up and exhale to roll the shoulders back again. Make the practice an expression of your experience today. Um, and I always say this, but this is the surprising thing every time I do it. It's like, oh, I didn't know my shoulders were so tight today. Um, that's my reaction today. I don't know what happened, but they're very tight. So uh, give your, <laughs> do this with some ease. So. If you're feeling really tight, then widen your hands more than you might have last week. Keep your lower ribs drawing in and back, tailbone towards the floor, low back long, chest lifted. And when you feel complete, press, uh, let the strap go off to the side. Untuck the toes, keep the knees together, pull the heels of the feet together, grab the flesh of your buttocks, draw it back and up, draw the flesh of your buttocks apart to sit with your sits bones on your heels. So for me, this is a nice uh, ankle stretch. Interlace your fingers at your low back. Point your elbows towards the back wall to hug your shoulder blades onto the back of your chest. Now you can kind of shimmy the shoulders back one at a time as you might do in bridge pose. Lengthen your lower back down, engage your abdomen, lift your chest up as you start to reach your knuckles towards the floor. Pull your palms together and spiral your inner elbows so they begin to shine to either, side, either uh, wall, either side of the room. And now tuck your chin to your chest, and you're just going to uh, <laughs> go into, uh, what is that called? Um, shake your head side to side. Not shake it so much, but sway your head side to side, pushing your chin towards your chest. Here, lift your head. Okay, so feel how your hands are and just interlace your fingers with the opposite thumb in front. Now lift your head, chin parallel to the floor and begin to look side to side. So as you look right, pull your left, the head of your left arm bone away from your left ear. As you look left, pull the right arm down. So you get a nice trapezius stretch. Again, this is something that I'm always surprised by, how tight my neck is. You can hold one side or the other, or you can move with the breath side to side. Okay, one more look to the left and come back through center. 
And let's push it back to downward facing dog. So plant your hands outer shoulder width distance apart. Spread your fingers. Tuck your toes and hips up and back. And you can immediately start to walk your dog by bending one knee deeply, reaching the opposite heel towards the floor. And move side to side in that, with that motion. Waking up the back sides of the legs. Once you feel complete there, bring your legs to stillness, and I invite you today to look forward. So look forward in your down dog. As you look forward, really push the hands down and forward so your chest moves towards your thighs. As you look forward, can you engage the shoulders on the upper back even more? And then release the head down. So for me, the head going up really helps me to uh, bring awareness to the upper back in this shape. Let's do our push-ups. Inhale to come forward, shoulders over your wrists. Exhale to lower down with control. Inhale, press up. Exhale, hips lead you back. If you're on your knees, it will be into child's pose. If not, down dog. Inhale to come forward. Exhale to lower Inhale, press, exhale, back two. Three more, first set. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press, exhale, back three. Inhale, forward, exhale, lower. Inhale, press, exhale, back. Last one, first set. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press, and exhale back. With your next inhale, lift your right leg straight up and back for three-legged dog. Look forward, and as you exhale, lunge your foot between your hands. Create a long stride, fingertips tented on either side of your front foot, and allow the hips to feel heavy. So as the hips are heavy, the back knee is going to bend. So you're just momentarily uh, making the pose a little sloppy, for the sake of getting into the left psoas. So let the hips be heavy and now counter that heaviness by feeling your feet on the floor, pulling your right foot back in space, pulling your left foot forward and lifting through your left inner thigh. Okay, as you exhale next, push your hips up and back, straighten your right leg, pressing the right big toe ball hand into the floor. Stay here, round your spine, tuck your chin to your chest, send your forehead towards your leg. With your next inhale, come forward in your lunge. Maybe even peel the heads of the arm bones back as you look up. Exhale, hips move up and back into a modified pyramid pose, spine rounds. And with an inhale, you come forward. So move through these two postures with your breath, pausing on one or the other if you'd like. So using the breath similarly here as we did in our cat and cow shapes. So as you inhale, the chest comes forward. As you exhale, the spine rounds. But also bringing the legs into the equation here. Inhale to come forward into your lunge, and now lower the back knee to the floor, padding it if you like. 
Uh, right foot winds to the right an inch or two. And then both hands come to the inside of the right leg. Turn your right toes and knee to face the right wall at about a 45 degree angle. So when you turn the toes, always turn the knee as well, because the knee is going to always want to bend the direction that the toes are facing, or generally, I should say. Okay, angle your upper body to the left. So as the upper body uh, turns to face the left wall, draw your right outer hip down and back. Okay, from here, maybe the elbows go down to the floor, forearms on the floor or you stay up. Maybe you feel good here, or if you'd like, tuck the back toes, lift the back knee up off of the floor. Doing kind of a, a gecko lunge or something. <laughs> I'm going to call this gecko lunge. Uh, reach back through your heel, lift through your back inner thigh, wrap your right outer hip towards uh, the back of your mat. Maybe even try flexing your right foot and widen your right elbow out, or right knee out to the right as you come onto the outer edge of your right foot. Experiment with that. If the experiment is a failure for your body, then just come back. And then knee down if it's up. Hands once again frame the front foot, walk the foot back towards center, and then without any noise, can you send the right leg back into first three-legged dog, and then downward facing dog. Okay, left leg lifts with your next inhale. Look forward and lunge your left foot between your hands. Lift up on the fingertips as knee is over your ankle, and then let the hips be heavy. Okay, so get sloppy with the hips. Let them hang down. Feel your left foot on the floor. Pull it back in space. Feel your right foot on the floor. Pull it forward. Lift through your right inner thigh. Chest forward, shoulders away from the ears. And then with your next exhale, send the hips back, keeping the left big toe ball then grounded. Round your spine, chin to chest, forehead towards the knee. Inhale to come forward into the lunge and move with your breath again. Hands might move forward and back as, as needed. Always stay curious. So if one pose is, in, is being more intriguing than the other, stick with that pose. Find little ways to modify, to bring you pleasure, or bring you, uh, or to pique your interest. I always think that, you know, yoga poses are just something somebody came up with, something somebody discovered. So allow, <laughs> allow the space for your own discovery. Because nobody else has done yoga in your body. Okay, another inhale will bring you once again into your lunge, and then right knee goes down, maybe to padding. 
Left foot walks out to the left, hands come to the inside of the ankle, knee turns out at an angle, upper body moves right at an angle. Allow the hips to sink down and forward as the left outer hip draws back. And then elbows and forearms down if you'd like. You can bring palms to prayer, interlace the fingers if you'd like. Back toes touch, back knee, back toes tuck, back knee lifts. If you'd like, experiment with rolling to the outside of the left foot as the left knee winds towards the left wall. Be with your breath. Try to release tension from your face. Not too many, um, maybe there's a whole different kind of yoga where you're just exploring the muscles of your face. But for now, let, them, let the muscles of your face be soft. Another breath here, and then walk your hands back, let your knee go down, frame the front foot, tuck the back toes, and make your way back into three-legged dog silently, and left leg back to the floor. Let's get those five push-ups going. Inhale forward, exhale lower, possibly coming to your knees, inhale press. Exhale, hips lead you back one. Inhale forward, exhale lower. Inhale, press, exhale back two. Inhale forward, exhale lower. Inhale, press, exhale back three. Two more. Inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale. Last one. Inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale. Inhale to come forward and lower your knees slowly, 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 slowly to the earth. Extend your chin forward, tilt your tailbone towards the ceiling, bend your elbows back as you lower your chin and chest slowly, 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 slowly to the earth. Elbows hug in towards your side ribs, tailbone tilts towards the ceiling, inner thighs broaden apart, and then uh, inch onto your belly. Arms at your sides, heads at the arm bones, curl forward, chin on the mat. Let your left leg be released and engage your right leg. Point through the toes, lengthen along the top of the leg, and now begin to lift the right leg away from the floor. Pointing and lifting, point and lift, keeping the front of the right hip bone on the floor, as you point, lift, point, lift, higher, 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 highest. Hold, breathe, and release the right leg down. Let the right heel widen out to the right as you release the right leg completely and left leg engages. Point through the toes. Lengthen along the front of the leg and then slowly lift, excuse me. Extend and lift, extend and lift, keeping the front of the left hip point on the floor. Higher, higher, highest, and hold, point, reach, lift, and let it go. Okay, point all ten toes towards the back wall and begin to squeeze your legs together.
Press the tops of your feet into the floor to engage your legs. Lengthen your tailbone towards your heels and then tuck it forward so the front of your pelvis, you can feel it pressing into the floor. Draw up through from your pelvic floor to your belly button so you feel your lower abdomen trying to pull away from the, the earth. Interlace your fingers behind your back. Point your elbows to the sky. Shrug your shoulder blades onto the back of your chest. And then all in one movement, begin to peel your chin and chest away from the floor. Straighten your arms and lift your legs. Reach your knuckles towards your heels. Pull your shoulder blades onto the back of your heart as your heart extends forward. Sides of the neck back, tops of your ears lift. Higher, higher. Highest hold, five, four, three, two, and one. Let it go. Left cheek to the floor, big toes touch, heels widen apart, shoulders roll forward, arms at your sides. Head is heavy, neck is soft, upper back is broad, and slow down your breath. Let every breath bring you back to the present moment. And once more, chin on the floor, point your toes, press the tops of your feet down, squeeze your legs together, lengthen your tailbone towards your heels, feel the front of your pelvis press into the floor as your kneecaps draw away from the floor, as your lower abdomen tries to pull away from the floor with that mula bandha, the engagement of your pelvic floor drawing towards the back of your belly button. Interlace your fingers if you can figure it out, bring the opposite thumb in front. Point your elbows to the sky, shrug your shoulders onto the back of your heart, and in one movement, begin to lift your chin and chest, straighten your arms, lift your legs, point your toes, engage your entire back body, lift your the front of your body away from the floor, side of the neck back, tops of the ears, lift towards the sky, heart explodes forward, reach back through your toes, reach back through your knuckles, five, four, three, two, and one, let it go. Right cheek to the floor, heads of the arm bones forward, arms relaxed at your side, big toes touch, heels widened apart, head is heavy, neck is soft, upper back is broad, slow, deep breath. Sip in a little bit more air at the top of each inhale. Allow for an extra moment, additional moment at the end of each exhalation for your lungs to empty. Chin back to the floor. Widen your knees to the width of your mat. Point your toes and bring your big toes to touch. Plant your hands below your shoulders and then begin to press your chest up. Elbows hug in towards the sides of the body. Reach back through your knees. Keep the front of your pelvis grounded. 
and then let it go. Okay, send your hips all the way back to your heels for a wide-legged extended child's pose. So push the hips down towards the heels and then extend the arms forward. Maybe forehead comes to the floor. If you feel your face is just smushing into the floor, then turn one cheek to the floor. Breathe down into your low back. And again, cultivate slow, deep, visible breath here. If you have your head turned to one side, turn it to the other side. And then push your way back once again to downward facing dog. Hands down and forward, hips up and back, and begin to walk your hands back towards your feet to fold forward at the back of your mat. Okay, grab hold of big toes with middle and index fingers. Bend your knees, but widen your elbows out to either side of the room. Pull the crown of your head towards the floor. Draw your shoulders away from your ears. So heads of the arm bones pull away from the ears to lengthen the sides of the body. Now begin to press your feet into the floor as you lift your hips up. Sandwich your belly towards your thighs, your chest towards your knees, your face towards your shins. Hands to the hips, elbows to the sky, lift your chin and rise all the way up to standing. Okay, how y'all feeling so far? Okay, find a little bit of wall space. Uh, Eva, if you'd like, you can share the you can share the bed with me. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, you might not want to kick into the window. We're gonna do handstands. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's some wall space right there. Okay. Um, Jason, wherever you want to be, uh, you can sh you can also share this space with me if you'd like. Okay, so uh, we'll continue on in the work we started last week with handstands. Um, so you can try the kicking up with two legs approach, or you can try the one leg approach, or you can try the uh, calling me over to ask you ask for help approach. Um, so for I'll give a quick demo. Uh, I'm going to start with my fingertips. Um, so starting, if you have some practice in this and you're feeling comfortable with your handstands, you're going to get further away from the wall. But I'm going to start with my hands about one foot from the wall. So I really want to get that good position, uh, that good broad position with my hands. So I think uh, sho shoulder, outer shoulder width distance is a good gauge. For most of us, that means that hands are as wide as our mats if you have a standard size mat. And I even have um, my pinky and ring finger off of the mat, so that's how wide my hands are. Um, then I'm going to come to a short downward facing dog shape, ground through my hands. So just as we were pressing our feet into the floor, 
a moment to go. I'm going to press my hands down because you are actually going to stand on your hands. So uh, I'm going to first demo the uh, jumping approach. So I'm just going to uh, come up onto my toes, bend my knees, send my hips back. So I'm going to spring forward and try to get the weight of my hips over the weight of my shoulders, over the weight of my wrist. Okay. <laughs> and that was a pretty good demo for those listening at home. Okay, so uh, yeah, so it's kind of a rocking, a rocking back and rocking forward motion to get the hips to give the hips the momentum to come up. And then the second approach would just be to come from a short down dog with one leg lifted into a three-legged dog. Again, bend the knee that's on the floor to get some momentum, get some spring action, and then kick the lifted heel to the wall and have the second leg follow. And then work getting one foot away from the wall as I press my hands down, squeeze my legs together, tuck my tailbone, towards the sky. And then come down. Try not to hurt yourself. Come here down. Um, okay, you guys feel good about doing something here? And then, uh, as I said, the more comfortable you get, it's helpful for balance to come further away from the wall because then you might be able to kick up without touching the wall. And then if you do touch the wall, you're going to start trying to scissor your legs back to center. Good. Yeah, so give it even a little bit more boom because you know the wall's there. So if you go too far, you get your, it will stop you. And uh, keep your gaze between your hands as you jump. Good. Yeah. Nice. Beautiful. Okay, I'm going to do it. I'll stop like you guys. Two legs, it's much harder. You know, isn't that so fun? With one leg, it's, it's pretty easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Once you have the one leg down, it's um, it's not too. I think the most the hardest part is just getting over the fear of it. I mean, you can also just not have the strength yet. But if you have the strength, then the second hardest part is. Uh, just, what do you call that, um, leap of faith.
push up into a tabletop pose. And turn your fingers to face your knees with your palms facing up. So you're on the back side of your wrists, back side of your hands. So just the weight here will be uh, pretty intense. So to eliminate some of the weight, you can bring your shoulders forward of your wrists. If you want to increase the sensation in your wrists, then shoulders come uh, move in the direction of your knees, direction of your hips. Then everyone bring your shoulders forward of your wrist to lift your hands up. And then flip your fingers. And then arms straight out to either side of the room. Uh, bring your fingers together with your thumbs. Point your thumbs and fingers down towards the floor. Extend through your wrists. And then circles with the wrists. One direction.
Okay, so, um, I put my head all the way back, and some people would never tell you to do that. Um, for me, it feels really good. If it feels bad, don't do it. So there's two, two, two schools of thought here, keeping the head suspended, the back of the neck long throughout the back bend here, or just letting the head fall back with its weight. Um, so try, try it out. I don't think it's gonna, your head's not gonna fall off if you let it fall back. If it feels like it's, it will though, then uh, maybe that's not the right cue for you. Um, so let's do it one more time. Knees hip width distance, hands in your imaginary back pockets. Press the flesh of your buttocks down, lengthen through your tailbone. So as, as you lengthen your lower spine, lift Mulavanda, so pelvic floor to the back of the belly button. Roll your shoulders back. Pull your elbows towards one another. Tilt your chin towards the sky. And then start to breathe consciously, deeply, inflating the chest as you inhale. And maybe starting to uh, curl in the upper back as you exhale. So move it gradually. So instead of thinking about the depth of the pose, think about the awareness, the sensation of the pose. One hand maybe comes down, or you keep your hands in your back pockets. And your elbows shine out. Knees ground. Feel an opening along your entire front body, from your knees to the chin. When you're ready, hands back to the hips, chest comes forward, shoulders come forward, head comes up last, and then swing your legs forward, and for a moment, we're just going to lie on our backs. So come to just a brief savasana. We are neutralizing. Lengthen through your legs, spread out through your arms, let the back of your head the back of your hips, the back of your heart be on the floor. Bring your feet together. Draw your right knee in towards your chest. Interlace your fingers around the front of your right shin and begin to pull your right knee up towards your right armpit. Hug your thigh into your outer ribs, outer abdomen. Squeeze it in, 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 and then let it go. Right leg meets the left, left knee draws in, interlace your fingers around your left shin. Pull the knee up towards your armpit. Squeeze the thigh into the outer abdomen, the outer ribs. Squeeze it in, squeeze it in and let it go. Both knees together, draw in towards your chest, wrap your arms around the fronts of your shins, grab wrists, grab forearms, grab elbows if you can, and then pull your thighs into your abdomen. Back of the head on the floor, shin tilting towards your chest, back of the neck long, 
entire spine laying down on the earth. So push or pull the heads of your arm bones down, push your thighs into your abdomen, and then let that go. Feet back to the floor, and let's drive rolling to the left. I always roll to the right. So let's roll to the left, come back up to seated. So once again, knees together, sit back on your heels. We're going to do a rabbit pose. Roll your shoulders back, lift your chest up, curl in your upper back, and then you're going to tilt your chin to your chest as you fold forward, bringing your forehead towards or to your knees. Okay, from this shape, grab the outsides of your heels, wrapping your fingers to the insides of your heels. Begin to push your hips into the air as you keep your forehead pulling towards your knees. Press your feet down, press your shins down, pull your belly button away from your thighs, round your upper back. So again, the, the hands gripping the feet, the feet pressing into the hands are going to allow the shoulders to round here. Now sit the hips back down, slowly lift up. Whew. So it's kind of this extreme, from camel to rabbit, it's kind of this extreme cat-cow. So that's how I look at it. Um, so let's do it one more time. Hands uh, behind you. I can't grip my heels until I go down. So. If you can grip your heels, do it now. Otherwise, tuck your chin to your chest. Fold forward, forehead to the knees. Now get a good grip on your heels. Fingers wrap to the inside, thumbs to the outside. And begin to push your shins, your feet, your knees down into the floor as you lift your hips up high, trying to get your hips over your knees. Belly button away from your spine, forehead pulling towards your knees. Breathe deeply. Breathe space across the back, the upper back, between each vertebra along your spine. And hips down, push your way back up. We're going to do a couple more seated poses and then we will be done. Okay, so if you'd like, have a blanket to sit on as we come to, what is that called? Uh, staff pose. Extend your legs forward. Again, you can use your hands to spread the flesh of your butts back and apart. As you lengthen your heels away from your hips, pull your toenails back towards your belly. Hands either at your sides or a little bit back, depending on the length of your arms, your arms-torso ratio. Shoulders on the back, chest lifts. And then really engage the abdomen here. Lower ribs in and back, lower spine long. Bring your right hand to the back of your right knee. 
and then widen your right knee out to the right. Bring your foot to traverse your inner thighs. So right heel to the inner right thigh, uh, base the big toe to the left inner thigh. If that doesn't work, then bring the foot to the uh, left inner thigh. And I'm angling my blanket so that my uh, sits bones stay on my blanket. Okay, so you've got a wide, uh, wide angle between your thighs now. Keep both sits bones grounded as you angle your chest over your left thigh. Grab the outside of your calf, ankle, or foot with your right hand. And wow, this might already be enough. So left fingertips are on the floor, helping the chest and the abdomen shift over the left thigh. Right hip is grounded, giving you this nice uh, re revolution in the right side body. Extend your chin towards your foot, pull your toenails back towards your face, and either choose to stay here, or you can tuck your chin towards your chest, land your forehead towards or to the knee. So in that instruction, I'm, uh, I'm saying a little bit of rounding in the upper back here for this version of Janu Sirsasana, or a head-to-knee pose. So you can either choose to stay here with the hand wrapping to the outside of the leg or foot, or you can bring the right hand to the inside of the foot and the left hand to the outside of the foot. Bend the elbows towards the floor. And again, somebody, uh, somebody discovered these shapes as a way to communicate with their bodies. So you can make discoveries for yourself. Find ways to tweak the instructions. Find ways to move, maybe so subtly that it's not visible from the outside. So that you enhance, deepen your experience. Empower your practice. You know, this is uh, hopefully showing you what is possible rather than getting bogged down in what is uh, what you cannot, what you might not be able to do in the moment. Extend your chin and chest forward, curl your head towards the ceiling, and then walk your way back up to staff pose. Extend both legs straight in ahead of you. Take the outside of your left knee, draw your left knee out to the left, traverse your inner thighs with your left foot, or bring the left foot to the right inner thigh. Uh, angle your blankets so both sits bones stay grounded. Keep the left sit bone grounding as you Turn your chest over your right leg. Take the left hand to the outside of the leg, at the shin, at the ankle, at the foot. You can use the right fingertips on the floor to press the fingertips down to shift the chest towards the right leg. The chest, the uh, abdomen uh, squaring over the right leg. And then reach, first reach, heart and chin towards the right foot and then tuck the chin towards your chest if you'd like that rounding of the upper back. So again, uh, explore. You can bring the hand to the inside of the foot. 
and bring the right hand to the outside of the foot or keep, uh, keep the hand to the outside of the foot. If you feel too much, how can you feel less? How, how can you modify to back off? If you feel too little, then that's an opportunity to explore some, maybe some instructions that I have not hit upon. Pull your chest forward, curl in your upper back before walking your hands back towards your hips. Extend both legs out to the side at a wide angle. So you're using uh, height underneath your hips to get length in your low back if the low back is rounded. Extend through your inner thighs, or ground through the backs of your thighs, reach through your feet. Inhale. Lift the chest and exhale, begin to walk the upper body forward. So maybe you ground down onto forearms or elbows. If you'd like, you could take the hands to the legs, pushing out through the inner legs as you bring your forehead towards the floor. Keep the, back, the outer hips wrapping back and down to keep the sits bones pushing into the floor or into your blankets. Slowly push your way back up, walk your hands back towards your hips, grab the outside edges of your knees, draw your knees together, and once again come to lie on your back. Briefly just rock along your spine, slowly, gently. Then draw your knees into your chest, wrap your arms around the fronts of your legs, pull your chin to your chest, forehead towards the knees, tailbone tucks towards the heels, pull into a singular central space as though you are going to implode with the pressure of drawing in, 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 and then let it go. Extend out through your legs, place your feet as wide as your mat, Arms gent uh, gently at your side, palms turn to face up. 
find any props that you'd like for your final resting posture. So you can take uh, legs up the wall, you can bring your feet together and bend your knees out and put blocks underneath your knees for a bound angle, Savasana. You can place a blanket underneath your head. Any modifications that feel like whatever's going to make your make you physically the most comfortable here. If you're not comfortable, you're going to be distracted by your body. So we don't want to be distracted by discomfort. Find the general shape. You can start to make little tweaks to your shape, making your legs a little longer, tucking your shoulders underneath your chest, making your neck a little longer by tucking your chin to your chest. Get all that out of the way. Mind is leaving an active occupation of the body at this time. So notice where you're holding tension that's keeping you with the physical body. Sending the message to let go. This is the time for just being, no doing. As the body rests, the mind immediately needs something to do. The mind jumps to the next thing. Mind, this is the time for the mind to rest too. Come back. You can always come back to the breath.
begin to bring movement back to your body, fingers, toes, wrists and ankles. If you'd like, stretch out your arms, stretch out your legs. Bend your knees, roll onto one side. Actually, find your way back to a comfortable seated position. With eyes closed, bring palms together at heart center. Thank you.